0: Welcome to Drunk On Comics, episode 252. Josh here. Yeah. With uh, Linz. Yep. And... Kinda Connor. Kinda Connor. Yeah. Here in Studio C.
1: C for crazy!
0: C for... Connor. C for Connor. C for... (laughs) Can't seem to find Tony.
1: (laughs) Anyway... Uh, I reviewed an awesome book this week from Boom Studios called God Shaper. It actually doesn't come out until this Wednesday, so the Wednesday after you are listening to this podcast, unless you are listening to the podcast after the Wednesday it came out and then it already came out. So, either way, look for it. It's called God Shaper, number one. Amazing, amazing book.
0: Yes. And we also, uh, talked a little bit about some controversy around why is Marvel's sales slipping? Yes. And them saying something that they have to backpedal on immediately. Right.
1: As, as well as uh, an artist who uh, did some work for Marvel putting some politics that he shouldn't have into uh, a new book that just came out.
0: Yes. Um, we also talked about the new, or the re- renewed team up at uh, DC. And some
1: Awesome booze that's coming out. Yes. Mm-hmm. That is totally nerdy and going to be delicious. Mm-hmm. So sit back. And
0: and oh. we got a little bit of a review on. Um, on A kind
1: of review from kind of Connor. A kind of review yeah, okay. from
0: kind of Connor. On
1: Iron Fist. On Iron Fist. Yes. That's
0: what I was looking yes. for.
1: So sit back, <laughs> relax, grab a beverage, unless you're one of our underage listeners, much like kind of Connor, then get a soda. <laughs> And listen to Drunk on Comics Podcast 252, Pokey God. Sting is going to be at Motor City Comic Con.
2: The wrestler or the singer slash actor?
1: If I say... (laughs) If I say... Sting to you... And what's the first thing that pops to your head?
0: We just put that to the test.
1: He said both, but when is the one that, like, gets there first? I
0: mean... It's, like, at the same time.
1: At the exact same time. Mm -hmm. My
2: child's a genius. One side of my brain, it's Sting... The actor slash singer, the other side is the wrestler. (laughs) I like that, it's actor slash singer. What did he.? He was in Doom. Oh, that's right. Fuck,
1: I knew that because when I did my informal poll on Facebook, to which the singer won.
0: By a landslide. By a landslide. Including uh, one response Tantric sex. Yeah.
1: Yes, Sting enjoys tantric sex. Sting the singer slash actor.
0: Yeah, not the wrestler? No. Nah. don't know. Well, him.
1: I don't know whether the wrestler does or not. He's yeah. very mysterious. Mm-hmm. He hides behind all that makeup.
0: I need he's, to look him he's up. The Sting the wrestler now. He's the superhero.
1: Sting? Yeah, he's the crow. He's the crow.
2: He, does he do? Oh, it? that guy! Yeah, he, I look, he has that
1: his face guy. painted similar to the crow.
0: His whole thing was like the crow. I know. I don't think I ever knew his name was this, was Sting. It's
1: not the, st- not not the Sting. Sting. <laughs> I feel like when you <laughs> added the to his well, name, it just <laughs> <you> <laughs> removes said, any
0: threat. You said he was a really old guy, and like I get that. Like he was probably around during Hulk Hogan's right. day. But yeah. I was thinking it was like pre-Hogan. Oh. Yeah. Where they
1: talk like in old timey voices to announce yeah. wrestling, they're like, "Now up next, here comes the Sting." <laughs> he
0: comes out in his one his onesie's onesie.
1: leotard, his much onesie. like the uh, the big guy, the Big Show. Yeah, the big guy. I didn't, that made me think. I figured out who it was halfway through that sentence. Yes, but but no, it's Sting. Just Sting. Right. And supposedly, this could be false because I only heard it from one person and I haven't verified it using the internet, so I'm just going to blame it on this person if I'm wrong. You know who you are. Uh, Sting the Wrestler licensed his name to Sting the Singer for a dollar a year. Did you know that?
0: No. I feel like seeing who this is now... I'd be really surprised if he was before. If he was before, well, Sting then it the could singer. have just been
1: that the Sting the singer was didn't think that it was necessary. trade
0: trademark it,
1: and because Sting the wrestler is a wrestler, WWE was yeah. like, mm, "That's ours." Yeah, much like they are with everything.
0: They probably worked out a deal where it was like Sting was like, "Whatever you can have yeah, the trademark I don't on the name as long as you let me use it." Right for a dollar a year, a year because. Which, nowadays, might be kind of hitting Sting's budget. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, I, don't know. No, sure I still think there's, sure there's sure enough middle-aged
1: saved. women out there who want to throw their panties at him. Yeah. Does yeah. he
0: charge them a dollar to do that?
1: He charges <laughs> them hundreds of dollars to do That's that. true. In the form of get, concert just to, tickets. Yeah,
0: just to get into his ticket and <laughs> uh, do his shows.
1: All right. Well, uh, Lindsay and Josh are here oh. at Studio C. Trump, today. With kind of Connor? That's what I'm just going to start calling him for when he's on his
0: podcast. That's his new name. This is your podcast
1: name. (laughs) Kind of Connor. Because he'll kind of be here, but you might forget. (laughs) The random noises, those are Connor. Yeah. And every once in a while he might interject something completely random like he's doing right now. So anyway, Tony took this weekend off to be Tony. I guess he's allowed
0: every once in a while. To just be Tony. To just be Tony. What is he when he's like I, I, on, on the show? Is he not his
1: podcast, Tony? Tony.
0: His podcast. It's I. I know Tony in real life. Yeah.
1: You think there's he, a, there's not a difference? I don't see one. I think there is. You do? There's nuances. Okay. Okay. Maybe <laughs> that could be. Anyway. You
0: know him better than I do. Barely. you've only been on this podcast for years now i
1: know i barely yeah it's been a while it's been a while (laughs) don't sue us um (laughs) (laughs) anyway let's 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 get going yes so yes uh our first segment connor we're doing segments now i think he was there for the last one so i don't know why i'm explaining this to him listeners we're going back to segments now so, first segment is Off the Shelf. Off the Shelf! <laughs> that's
0: the new. Um,
1: are, we, are we doing songs yeah. for each segment now? Yeah. Off the Shelf is brought to you by Motor City Comic Con. Shut up! By Motor City Comic Con, which occurs in May, May 19th, 20th, and 21st at the Suburban Showplace Collection in Novi, Michigan. Well done. I know. I get didn't say Showcase up. Showdown like everybody else does.
2: Ron Perlman's going to be there.
1: Ron Perlman is going to be there, which is awesome. Hellboy himself. Boy himself is going to be there. Actually, so is Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Who we're really excited to talk to. you have
0: been trying to get him to uh, come out here to Grand Rapids. He loves beer. He does. He's a big beer aficionado. Will Wheaton.
1: I know you listen. Come on. Everybody yes. does. Come to Grand Rapids do. and have some awesome beers with us. Because we, Grand Rapids, are... Beer City USA. I most recent
0: heard. most recently pointed out by USA Today. Yes.
1: But through an informal poll on their website to which yeah. people from Grand Rapids
0: voted. It's very legitimate. A lot.
1: Though. <laughs> 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 but the uh, Motor City Comic-Con is one of the best comic book conventions in the state of Michigan. It always draws great guests and awesome artists, and we'll be there. So this week I read the book God Shaper. From Boom Studios. Boom
2: Studios. Yes,
1: you have to say it like there's an exclamation point yeah. in it. That's the way. From Simon Spurrier and Jonas Goonface.
0: <laughs> That's got to be his real name.
1: I I just, I am i don't pray. I'm not a religious woman. But <laughs> somewhere inside of me, I'm praying that this is his legitimate surname. Look yeah. Up. I'm not going to do that right now. I'll do it. <laughs> But okay So I actually talked about this one A couple weeks ago on the podcast About how I was excited it was coming out Because I thought the concept For the comic book Sounded really interesting And the concept is that <clears throat> okay, so I'm going to try really hard not to spoil this because it, this is actually a preview of the book. It doesn't actually come out until next week. Is this so, like
0: uh, Issues 0?
1: Issue 1.
0: Oh, this is Issue Because one.
1: we're special and we do a podcast. Oh, Sometimes I see Sometimes we saying. get previews of comics to saying. review to garner interest in them when they actually do come out. And I'm going to attempt to do this right now without giving away the story so that you feel like you don't have to go get it. Right. So, Godshaper is about this world... Our world, I guess. An alternate reality version of our world, where in the late 50s, something happened and we lost all of our electricity and anything like ignition, anything like that involves physics, kind of just went, bye-bye. No more physics, except gravity, I guess, because they're not floating off the ground. Light so,
0: still works. Light
1: still works, but not electricity. Light, or, but not electricity. Yeah. So like technological advances made using physics growth growth. are gone. Yes. That's interesting. And an alternative arose out of this situation, which was every person on earth now has their own God.
0: Their own little deity.
1: Their own tiny little god. And are they remind? So you think, like, if you're Christian, you're thinking, like, a man is following you around, which is super creepy. But they're more like Pokemon. Yeah. They're more like tiny, cute, little creature, sci-fi-looking things.
0: But you can't collect them like Pokemon.
1: No, you can only have one.
0: You can only have one. Yes.
1: That's so the, when you're like,
0: I choose you, they're like, you have no choice. Right.
1: I'm born with you.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) I'm your god twin.
0: (laughs) I was like, I hope I'm the one you choose.
1: (laughs) But, much like Pokemon, you train them up and they become more powerful and bigger. Except Mm -hmm. training up in this circumstance is currency, in the form of currency that they call beads. And I'm not entirely sure if they're actual beads or just... The things that are make up the god that they yeah. can transfer to each other. Some sort of symbolic. That are beads. round. Yeah. Okay. So, like, the very beginning of this book, it starts with this little boy at a, like, a kiosk in a market, and the guy's selling pictures, poster-type things, which are amazing because his, that's, like, a talent of his god. His god can take photographs. Okay. And print them i guess okay not a technology that's available like right now we're like so i can do that with my phone oh, i see what you're saying but they but can't do that yeah. there so if you want a picture of something somebody yeah. who has a god that can do this they're the only people who can do it right and to pay for these pictures um you negotiate the bead quantity and that amount those amount of beads yeah the air quotes <laughs> Those are air quotes. <laughs> I like
0: you can the air quotes <laughs> around the microphone. <laughs> I, like
1: they can hear the breeze. Yeah. <laughs> can you hear that? Um, gets transferred from whoever's buying the picture to the god of the person who is selling the picture. Right. So like this, and the, there's the little boy at the kiosk and he's talking about the pictures, some hot pop star that's, you know, popular right then. And he's like, or you could have one of the special ones because he got his god reshaped to take x-ray pictures
0: oh okay
1: so they were salacious
0: that's pre- that, that'd be pretty um badass in today's generation to, to have a your own god be able to take selfies for yes. you yes you yeah. Know. and
1: as you're like nobody else can do it yeah. you're the only one on facebook that would be right. kind of boring
0: <laughs> <laughs> no you have to connect with the god of facebook <laughs> Yeah, you need to find the person who is the god of Facebook to put your photos on his right. Facebook. Yeah.
1: So you're, so the currency in this world is the, the beads. Right. So the more beads your god has, the bigger they are. So you can tell who's wealthy and who's not based on the size of their god. Right. And the bigger they get, the more powers they'll manifest and...
0: But... Weren't you saying to me when you were reading this that uh, it's transferred by worship?
1: Yes, so That's okay, so beads? like this, so in order to transfer, yeah. The so this little boy starts praying, yeah, to the god of the man who uh, owns Can the kias. Yeah, so no. he starts praying to him, and his god's essence beads or whatever get transferred during this whole prayer session, right? The, so it's more like you're you're. Giving this God more power by praying to Him. Right. Which kind of how society works today, I think. Yeah, it's,
0: <laughs> it's a really interesting um, way to take on economics.
1: Yes. You know, the and, subject
0: of economics right. in our society. It is. Because it sounded like people with uh, bigger gods, yes. people who have had more success, end up having... Being able to get continually get more success coming towards them, right? Like, like you know, well, yeah,
1: because you can have the bigger your god gets, the more powers it has. Yeah, and uh, the big, um, a big part of this story, who this whole story is going to end up being about is, uh, and is the title of the book is are the God Shapers, and God Shapers are people. It's like one in every twenty five thousand people or something like that are born without a god. Right. So they don't they don't have a god, which, which means, means by proxy they can have no wealth right at all. But they can manipulate other people's gods. Like they can change their shape and their form, they can trade out power sets. Mm-hmm. They're like Pokemon trainers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so people want the services of this man, but because he's also like different he doesn't have a god. He doesn't have any money. They can't pay him right. in god beads because he doesn't have a god to transfer him to. He just does it for stuff. Right. Um, so they're kind of like the like the traveling medicine men of the past. You know, the ones that would roll into town in their buggy and try and sell you the healing Sneak elixir whittle. and stuff. Yeah. People didn't really want him around, but they always bought from him when they were there.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah that,
1: that's kind of how how this story goes. So this is following um, one particular god shaper around, and I'm having a hard time now if I can even recall whether they said his name or not. Oh yeah, they did. It's Ine, N A. It's E N N A Y. Okay. NA
0: in-A. Do you get the feeling from the book though that they're going to get into what happened to technology and what brought about the gods I or do don't you feel like they're so, just because like they kind with they're going to
1: go I think they're they t- kind of wrap that up in a little bow at the very beginning it says in 1958 the laws of physics went screwy electricity ignition anything that made life easy was gone okay no one knows why
0: Oh, okay. I can see them, probably. So
1: maybe, Maybe like, they might. Like, maybe somebody does know why. Yeah. And they're going to get into that, into the book.
0: Maybe not right away. They're building so
1: much. Like, so you have all these people with gods and that whole dynamic. And then you have the god shapers. Mm -hmm. This particular god shaper has a god that he travels with who is a, they call him relics. Okay. But it's like relic. Because there's a CTS at the end. Okay. Which are gods whose human have died.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: And they're supposed to disappear after a little bit once your human has died. But this god has not faded yet. So he's hanging out. I don't know why. I'm hoping they get into that a little bit. He looks like a little ghost. It's kind of cute. Actually, do you remember the ghost from um, God Hates Astronauts? That little... Yes. The little narrator.
0: The Isn't the hand... he he have a hand for a head or something uh, like
1: that? He, he had a cowboy hat for a while. I know that. Oh,
0: maybe that, that's what... The yeah. little 3D
1: ghost narrator. Yeah. Yep. He kind of reminds me of that, actually. <laughs> He's not funny. Like, you know, the ghost did God hates astronauts because that ghost was hilarious but the look well he's a little ghost god that likes to wear hats
0: yeah okay
1: and you know the beginning of this book's it's giving you all this information and it's doing it in such a way where it brings up the subject and you're like i have no idea what they're talking about and they're kind of rolling through it and then you get to a page where it kind of gives you like a like a Dictionary definition of the stuff that you just read, so it catches you up after you read through it, which is nice because it lets you visually see and what's going on. Yeah, and pay attention to every all the little god intricacies and stuff without also being like, oh, this means this, this means this, trying to catch up on the same page, Mm -hmm. which is nice because it is. I mean, they're creating a whole weird new world here, and they've made up made up many (laughs) words.
0: Oh, really Okay. <laughs> yes
1: there's there's many words where you're like i don't i don't know what that means um so you're following this guy around he gets he ends up finding some work to do he does his work you get to watch that happen it's kind of interesting to watch and then you also find out there are these people in the world that are called oh what are they called now this is terrible i completely forgot I talked about this with you all this morning, and I can't remember. Cantics.
0: Cantics. Yes. yes.
1: So, cantics are a subset of humans that have gods, but don't want to use their gods for ease of life, I guess. Primarily, it's a lot of, like, musician types
0: who who
1: want to make art and music not using their gods. They just want it to be a human expression, Whereas, like, you know, all the big pop stars are using their gods' powers to, like, synthesize their voice or provide special effects and put on a show and stuff like that. These people are primarily focused on the humans only. Right. They have gods. And it's funny because you see everyone in the audience watching this show, like, all their gods are, like, hanging out on their shoulder or in their Mm -hmm. pockets. They're all really small. Yeah. Which... Leads you to believe they're all just really poor people because their gods are super tiny, but it's not what they focus on, which I thought was an interesting way to go. Yeah. And you find out, you kind of find out, I don't, I just, I can't give this part away. You find out something. Okay. Halfway through the book. Find out something. <laughs> yes. So that's good
0: to know. It says, well, it's... you find out something. It's an
1: interesting, it's an interesting twist on the character. Okay. I guess. So it, it, all in the, like... All in all, this book is really good.
0: <laughs> as soon as, as I remember as soon as you got done reading it you were like, "Oh my god, I just read my new favorite book."
1: Yes, it was it, it's interesting that whole idea of it is just really interesting to me, this world mm-hmm. where everyone has a god and if you don't, you can shape the gods. Yeah. But yet there's still people on the world who are like, "I don't but I don't want to use them like that. They're right. they're my little buddies. I just want to be Do human stuff and be human about it and not use them for wealth and happiness, which I think is going to be an interesting side story for this whole thing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you get to the end. You you find out something interesting about the character and and the way his life goes, and then it it turns into a battle-type situation, because apparently there's two ways in this world to get justice served. And one is through the cops, which you have to have money to buy off the cops to get them to do anything for you. Or you can release the vespers, I think is what it was called. And by doing that, you it's something you ask your god to do. And they release, like, this beacon that draws in other gods to help them mm-hmm. issue justice on somebody who has done wrong.
0: Yeah. And the
1: gods know if you've done something wrong.
0: Yeah, I would imagine, going back to the cops, I would imagine the cops in this have their own gods that are mostly doing the fighting for them. Oh, yeah. So then... Their gods are probably huge. Yeah, which makes sense that they would then have you pay them in this currency to make their gods more powerful so they're more effective at doing their job. Yeah.
1: Right, but they're not going to help you. They're not just going to help a poor person. Right. Which which is terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. But again, with this whole Vespers thing, the bigger your god is, the bigger the beacon is. So yep. if you have a huge god and they release this beacon, you will you can amass an entire army Right behind you. But if you have a tiny little god, then... You get a tiny little you get, army. You get a tiny little, <laughs> cute little army. Cute tiny little army. But it, was, it was such a good book, and I was excited for it to come out because I thought it sounded interesting. And it was... And Simon Spurrier, I read a couple other things that he's done. I believe he wrote The Spire, which also came from Boom, which is another really good book. And he's just creativity in that mind just is blows my mind. And The Art in This by Mr. Jonas Goonface.
0: Jonas Goonface. Jonas
1: Goonface is really good. I know. But he does such a great job, like he's gonna have to draw hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of different gods. So that's a lot for an artist to have to keep coming up with and may not making him like, oh, he's giving it up. He's like just drawing blobs with eyes now. You know, yeah. like that sort of thing. Like he's going to have to make them distinct enough that they look different because every god is different. Right. So it'll be fun to see how far he can take it.
0: Yeah. yeah I, they, I can see them doing some pretty interesting stuff with that. Like, like mimicking Pokemon, yeah, stuff coming out with their own card game or yep. something. <laughs> yeah. you know? If they
1: tapped into that, that would be kind of funny. But it was kind their of a app. <laughs> well, they they would have to have a God app. Because yeah. they don't have cell phones That's or technology true. in this world. I, I, at all. I
0: meant like in our world. <laughs> oh, the, oh the my god! Find that.
1: That would be really smart. Yeah, we should get a hold of Boom Studios and suggest that they do that. Right? They could just take the Pokemon Go app and skin it like yeah. Pokemon Go did with the whatever game it was that they skinned over. Mm-hmm. And there so you go. So you just
0: throw Pokeballs at these <laughs> gods.
1: <laughs> They're beads.
0: Throw beads. Except instead of
1: catching them, you'd be paying them. So I guess the goal would be to get people to throw beads at you. Like a Mardi Gras. Yeah. So are we going to have a bunch of people walking around showing their boobs?
0: Yeah. (laughs) I think that's where we landed on this. Basically, it's Mardi Gras. Yeah.
1: (laughs) All right. Good book.
0: Yeah, it sounds awesome. (laughs) It sounds really good.
1: Uh, You did not read anything.
0: Well, nothing current. What are I've you been, reading? I've been reading 2013 Deadpool.
1: 2013, is that what it's called? 2013 Deadpool? It technically
0: is because that's when they got renumbered. Oh.
1: <laughs> so you're reading Deadpool?
0: Yeah, an old, older Deadpool. Do you
1: know who's the writing team on that?
0: Oh, not off the top of my head. He no. doesn't. I don't. He
1: doesn't. I can,
0: I can find out in a hot second.
1: Um, how are you liking it so far?
0: It's good. It starts off with, um, Deadpool taking on, he has to re-kill all of the dead presidents. Hmm. They've all risen from the dead. Okay. Yeah, and it actually, the first issue starts with Captain America having to fight, I think it was George Washington, and, um... Interesting. Yeah, and so that's a funny thing. (laughs) (laughs) Just that image. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so it starts off with that, and... Where where all these dead presidents got resurrected because the, America is so divided that this wizard, this like wannabe wizard, figured out how to raise the dead presidents oh. in hopes that they would heal the nation. Mm. And this was this was in two thousand thirteen, right? It's several <laughs> so, years ago. Yeah. yeah. So um, it does not pan out. It Turns out they they come back. With a vengeance, they realize what's wrong with America is Americans. <laughs> so they decide to try and wipe out everyone. That's fair. And Deadpool is recruited by S.H.I.E.L.D.
1: Ah, is this when he gets into S.H.I.E.L.D.?
0: Yeah, okay. kind of. He, he He's recruited by S.H.I.E.L.D. in order to stop them on the down low.
2: Okay. You know, so
0: right. nobody would find out. So obviously the person you would want to do a mission discreetly would be Deadpool. Yeah,
1: he's very discreet.
0: Very discreet, yeah. yes. He... Always. Mm.
1: Never leaves trails of blood or bodies or right. burritos.
0: And he's um <laughs> accompanied by the ghost of Benjamin Franklin. Okay. Which he keeps seem- seemingly to forget that is not a dead pres is not a president. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> he's a founding father.
0: He was a founding father, never president. No. But um he uh yeah, so Benjamin Franklin's ghost is around, and that's quite humorous.
1: Is it Benjamin Franklin's ghost, or is this just a psychosis of Deadpool? That
0: was questioned quite a bit. Okay. I did get to the point, though, where other people were seeing him, too. Okay. Like, like when he came across the this wannabe wizard, he could see him, too, I think.
1: Okay. So,
0: it, it looks like it's not just in his head, but who knows? Everything could just be in you his head. You don't remember
1: the wizard's name? What's that one wizard... He's not a wizard. He with the chickens. Black Talon. What is it? Black Talon. Black Talon.
2: Mm. Is he the chicken man?
1: He, he uses like voodoo and stuff.
0: Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> That's my phone.
1: God, Tony.
0: <laughs> got to turn Sorry. your phone off. Black Talon.
1: Anyway, so it's good you're gonna keep reading it.
0: Yes, it's very good. Definitely going to keep reading it. Getting right. caught up on it.
1: Eventually, I'll get caught up to the point where you can start reading current books and review them.
0: Right on the podcast. Current Deadpool and For, review them.
1: There's always a Deadpool to read. Apparently, they're coming out with a another Deadpool uh, versus the Marvel Universe. Ooh, really? Book. Yeah, I love those. I I really liked. I didn't read Deadpool versus the Marvel Universe. I got into those. Um, with Deadpool kills Deadpool. Okay. Which was the aftermath of the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Because at the end of Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe he realizes that because he's the only one that realizes he's a character he's the one that needs to die because he's the one holding this whole universe together. So then he goes and tries to kill all the iterations of him in the universe, which doesn't turn out.
0: And then there was another one where he he went into the real universe, like and it was very meta, where he was at Marvel. Yeah. And was trying to kill all the writers.
1: I think that was the artists. end of Deadpool versus.
0: Deadpool. The Marvel universe, mm-hmm. or maybe it was
1: Deadpool versus Deadpool, because you know, then he goes like into
0: four, there was four parts to yeah, because he
1: does yeah. Deadpool Illustrated, which is where he goes into fictional. Pieces that he thinks are the basis for modern comics, so like right. Moby Dick and Sherlock Holmes, and so, and tries to kill those characters off. But they're fictional characters; you can't mm. kill them. The books Well, he tried. He did try. He failed. But anyway, apparently, they're doing a whole nother run of that, where Deadpool will finally killed the Marvel Universe. Okay. And uh, anyway.
0: That way they can. <laughs> that way. Yes. They, they can, can reboot. reset yeah. all the Comics Maxes 1 again.
1: Yes, because, I don't know if you guys heard, news and notes, This we're switching gears here. Um, apparently, Marvel is in quite a decline in their sales. Wah, wah. Yeah. Like, nobody knew that was coming. Right. And their initial reaction to this was... Oh, we've gotten too diverse. Right. That's the problem. Yeah. Our diversity is killing us. Mm-hmm. Really? Marvel? Your diversity? Let's go over your top selling books here. Right? Squirrel Girl. Girl. It's a book about a girl. Right. We got Miss Marvel, a book about a girl, who well, is Muslim.
0: Who's Muslim, yeah. We have
1: Mighty Thor, in which they switched.
0: The gender swapped. The
1: gender swapped Thor. Now, Thor is a woman.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We got uh, Spider-Man with Miles Morales. Yep. Black character. We have Moon Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, which is about a black girl. We have the new Iron Man. Dinosaur. And a dinosaur. Yes, thank you. I think everybody got that from the... Everybody knows who Devil Dinosaur is. Liar.
0: Mm. Anyway.
1: <laughs> and we have the new Iron Man, who is... Riri Williams, who is a black woman at MIT. And they're trying to say that all of, because of all of this, all of the ones I just mentioned... Oh, and there's
0: um, Sam Wilson as Captain Oh, Captain America.
1: America, yeah. Yep. Because of all of this, because they took our beloved characters and made changes to them, and it, it's ruined their sales. So because... Thor is now a woman, and because Captain America is now black, and so is Iron Man, us as consumers collectively lost our shit yeah. and decided not to buy Marvel Comics anymore. You know, I don't think that's the case at all.
0: It's not. It's actually not. the the Because number one issues of all of those still sell very well.
1: Miss Marvel is one of their top-selling comics. Yeah. Currently.
0: Right. But of all the ones, even the ones that mm-hmm. aren't doing well, number one issue sell well. Right. And then they drop off. Yeah. Because it's very difficult for all these collectors to buy all this stuff, yes. right? So that seems to be the, the key issue is the fact that they keep rebooting these mm-hmm. over and over again seems to be what's hurting yes. them. It's not... The evidence is pointing to... It's not about diversity. It's about them constantly rebooting. Well,
1: constantly rebooting and constantly doing these giant events that are supposed to tie in all the comics together. And in order to get the full effect of the event, you have to buy every single comic that Marvel makes, which is a lot of comics. Yeah. And that's a lot of money. And I don't have that much money.
0: Right. And that's the biggest (laughs) problem is every comic costs about four bucks. Right. And that (laughs) adds up pretty quick. Right. for, For most collectors.
1: Yeah, so they're idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Marvel. I mean, I, they 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 walked it back.
0: Yeah, a they did. Bit. Wa- they did walk back that statement about uh, about it, and they and then and then they had some other issues. Um, yeah. So
1: in other news, other wonderful Marvel news this week, and I'm not blaming Marvel on this one. Yeah. Because it was kind of an obscure reference. Unless you were from Indonesia, you may not have gotten the reference, or if you didn't know the Quran. Um, so X-Men Gold, number one, came out this week, which actually a lot of people were really excited about because it's it's kind of taking that run of X-Men is kinda gonna be the classic X-Men. So it's got Kitty Pride and Storm and Logan and Colossus and Nightcrawler. So like a lot of your classic X-Men are on this team. And the artist of this book, who is from Indonesia, which there is giant controversy going on in Indonesia right now, and I'm not gonna get all political, but if you wanna learn about it, just look it up on the internet, because it's everywhere right now, um, with their president. And their president is Christian right now in Indonesia, and he is um, under scrutiny because of something he said about the Quran. And specifically, there's this verse from the Quran that um, is being quoted for opponents to him, by opponents to him, that has to do with saying Muslims shouldn't be allies with Christians or Jewish people. Right. So it's, I mean, this is, again, I have no opinions on this matter during the podcast. Yes. <laughs> We're not going to get into this issue. No. It's very political. You know, I, and it's very sensitive.
0: Like, I'll just say this what, about it. You could look at any faith and take one little piece right. of their text and take it out of context, well, also, and, and it could seem bad.
1: Well, that's... Yeah. Yes, that's very true. Also, I mean, a lot of times it's translation.
0: And translation yeah, can but, have a lot right. to do with it, too. Yeah. But
1: again, I'm not weighing in on this yeah. at yep. all. I actually have... Very little knowledge of what's going on with it. So I don't even know enough to have an opinion on this. But so the artist of this book, whose name I can't pronounce, um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's No, fair. it's,
1: it's Ardian, Ardian, Sia, Siaf, S Y A F, Ardian, Siaf. That sounds right. It does. Um, Supposedly, and it's not even supposedly, because one of them is very overt. So in the pages of X-Men Gold, he has drawn in some calls to the Quran that pull from this one verse that tends to be seen as anti-Christian and anti-Semitic. And one of them is Colossus is playing baseball. They're all playing baseball, and he's got a T-shirt on that says QS five fifteen or five fifty one.
0: Which is the reference to, to that the birth. verse. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Nobody, I doubt it Marvel would have gotten that. Right. But readers in Indonesia picked up on it right away and took right. to the internet and was like, dude, what what the fuck's going on? Yeah. And of course Marvel then found out about it and they're gonna cut it out of their subsequent printings and and you know, there's disciplinary action happening and all that kind of stuff, which is good. They should. Whether you agree with this guy or not, mm-hmm. the X-Men comic book of all comic books, no comic books at all you should be using for your own personal politics. Unless it's your, unless it's comic, your comic book. Unless it's your comic book. Right. But specifically the X-Men comic book, which A, was written by, originally, by two men who were Jewish. Right. Right? The creators of the X-Men. Sam
0: Lee and Jack Kerou. Yeah.
1: And it's a, it's a, one of your main characters, Magneto, spent time in a concentration camp when yep. he was a little boy. Um, it's a, the, X-Men the is. the whole premise
0: of X-Men. Is, is
1: being inclusive.
0: Yeah. Right. Whether that's ever meant, um, for gay rights, for, for racism. Right. It's always been about inclusion.
1: Right of so to, to put this into a comic book that is supposed to be about accepting other people no matter what their differences are right is in my opinion an asshole move. Yeah, like it's kind of a if, dick move. If that's
0: what he was going for, then that is kind of a dick move.
1: I think there's to me <laughs> again, whether this is like he's trying to bring up the issue, for people mm. to realize it, but it's it's so like if you want it to be talked about, don't hide it like that. Like yeah. he obviously didn't hide it well enough. He he didn't hide it. People saw it. Only people who understood it got it. Yeah. So it's not like I would have read this and been like, oh, that's a verse from the Quran. Yeah. Because.
0: I, what yeah? What's what's interesting to me about it is that he put it into the comic book instead of like just writing on Twitter about right. his feelings about it, you right. know, or something like that. Which
1: I think he has done. Yeah, like I, I'm pretty sure he he has made his opinions on the matter that is happening in Indi- Indonesia. No, sorry, mm. the wine is kicking in mm. and, <laughs> in Indonesia. Known, um, but come on, dude. Seriously. Yeah keep it out of our comic books. Mm-hmm. Like, be political. That's fine. We're political. We try not to bring it into the podcast because yes. our podcast is about drinking and comic books. It's not a t- place for politics. No. And it's But got-
0: sometimes <laughs> politics come into the comics. They do.
1: They do. I mean, they and it's okay if you're going to be fair about it, if yeah. it's approved yeah. by the company that you're working for, mm-hmm. great. I mean, we had a whole podcast a couple weeks ago where we talked about how comic books have been used to further causes in society. Yep. So that's fine. I'm totally behind the good of comic books for the, the public. Yes. But not if you have a very specific agenda that you're trying to push and you're trying to do it in a way that's, like, secretive. Right. Like, just... Man up, and if you want to put this in the comic book, ask. And if they say no, then don't fucking do it.
0: Right. Yep. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> it's not hard. Right. It's not hard at all. So anyway, so yeah, that's all the Marvel. And, you know, actually, the I am I was really excited about this X-Men comic book because, as you guys all know, I love the X-Men. Um, yeah. And my favorite cover this week, Best on Tap, is... The classic variant cover of X Men Gold number one, um, drawn by Bob McLeod from the Clan McLeod. Um, <laughs> but so the, the classic variant shows Old Man Logan and like the newer version of Kitty Pride walking past a, like a shop window, and in the shop window is the original classic versions of themselves. So it's Wolverine in his old ass Wolverine outfit, the one with the whiskers. Like, that Wolverine outfit. Yeah. And Kitty Pride's original one with her mask on and her poofy hair coming out the bottom. And I just really liked it. Because the comic book is supposed to bring back, like, your classic X-Men team. So it's kind of a callback to that, which I really enjoyed. And now he's ruined it for me.
0: <laughs> he's ruined it?
1: <laughs> I say still pick up the book. You know? You yeah. can't... If you want to read the X-Men, read it. I guess if you want to wait until the next printing so that it's not... Filled with Indonesia political references, then do that, whatever. But anyway, check out the cover; it's really cool. Mm. <laughs> what else? What else we got for news this week?
0: Um, there was there's a really interesting new, uh, not new, returning team up in the DC universe. Well, yeah, yes, the the probably best selling uh, team up in quite some time. Uh, let's see if I can get it right. Scott Snyder. There you go. And Greg Capullo. Yes, okay. Not Zack Snyder and Scott Capullo, like yes. I said earlier. No,
1: because Scott Capullo is not a person. No. And,
0: That's just not a and thing. And Zack
1: Snyder did terrible things to Batman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not good things.
0: I, I didn't see the extended Batman versus Superman, so I don't know what you're talking
1: about. <laughs> well, you didn't see that scene where Zack Snyder did terrible things to Batman? <laughs> no he kept so. asking him if he wanted to know how he got his scars but it wasn't wasn't those no
0: oh. <laughs> that just made my soul sad Aww. what's wrong with you mom I'm sorry this is it's wine it's just wine um, um. So yeah. So they're teaming up again on a new Batman title. Dark Knight Metal. Dark Knight Metal. Dark Knights Metal. Darkness. No parents. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so awesome if they started doing the Lego Batman comic.
2: Metal, metal, metal,
0: metal,
1: metal. <laughs> so this this metal series is actually <laughs> going to be like a six issue series.
0: I believe so. And it's yeah.
1: gonna span not just Dark Knight and the Bat Family, but the DC Universe, mm-hmm. multiple characters. But yes, yeah, Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo.
0: It's like the the cover or poster. I don't know. I'm assuming this is going to be a cover that they've released. Is just beautiful. It's Batman with a bloody nose and face to me
1: it looks like he ripped somebody's skin off with his mouth and was chewing on it
0: <laughs> right like <Lady> you pulled a <laughs> lady pulled a um uh, mike tyson mike tyson yeah. thank you <laughs> bit somebody's ear off yeah but his his cape is like all tattered it looks like there's an explosion behind him and he's got two huge axes in his hands
1: bad axe
0: bad axes
1: <laughs> he's such a bad axe but <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, it's it's really beautiful art, classic Capullo. Um I'm pretty excited about this. I was I there's not many um comics that I've really collected over the years. Like normally I'm a trades guy and uh but Capullo and Scott Snyder's Batman. Yeah, what I was your those.
1: favorite story from them?
0: Um well, my favorite was Death of a Family. Yeah. It was, it was, the, the, that Joker story was so good.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, so that was my favorite.
1: Oh, okay.
0: I don't really have much more to say about it. It was just a, they, they did a really good take they, on the They
1: are, they're an amazing team, and everybody was really sad when they stopped. Yeah. Which I thought they, they were only stopping doing the main Batman story, and I thought yeah. they were switching to Detective Comics, Although did, I... I
0: think they might have for a while.
1: I, did, I haven't followed through. I don't read a lot of DC. So I know. I, I
0: kind of fell off you know. after a while. They After a while, I, I kind of was feeling like the comics weren't quite as good as they were when they started.
1: How much of a rock star do you have to feel like when DC's like, well, we've been doing pretty good. Let's amp things up. Let's get Scott Snyder and Rick Pulo back together. Yeah. Like, how much of a rock stars do they have to feel? Yeah. Like, third... Like the linchpins of a major.
0: They were the best thing that came out of the new fifty-two. Scott Snyder
1: is so nice.
0: And, yes, and tiny. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sorry, Scott Snyder. He's a, you, he's a little shorty.
0: You actually, you got me. Uh, I did. I met. I met. My him. Issue signed.
1: He's, he's
0: pretty cool. The um, but I'm. I I think it would be interesting to see now. Like after Scott Snyder's, you know, he became so famous over there. Well, so quickly, like he started writing everything that DC did. Right, pretty much. It felt like he's like the new Jeff Johns. Yeah, like he just everything had his name on yeah. it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see him. Well, then
1: that. he did witches, which was an amazing, yeah. amazing book.
0: Self, self
1: probably, was that through Image.
0: I feel like that was through Image. Yeah. Probably
1: that makes sense. All right, <laughs> in Boo's news.
0: Booze news.
1: Which is also comic book news. It's always the best news when our t- to the two sides of our podcast collide into one little news blip. But Mike Mignola... Mignola?
0: That's, I think you actually got it right. Mignola
1: uh, announced this week that he is... Well, Dark Horse Comics uh, is teaming up with a distillery, Prestige Imports and XXX Distillery... To produce Hellboy, Hellwater, cinnamon oh, whiskey. Oh yes,
0: I saw that. Yeah.
1: I I I mean, what else is there to say? Right.
0: Why would you not? drink Why would that? you not?
1: It's Hellwater, and it's yeah. Hellboy, and the bottle looks amazing. It's just. It's oh. worth.
0: It's it's seriously one of those whiskeys that's going to be worth it just to get the bottle. Yes,
1: exactly. And I guess it's it's so funny because I've never. Like, we do pairings on this show all the time, but in my head, I don't know that I ever would have thought to pair Hellboy with the cinnamon whiskey, but it makes total sense. It makes perfect sense, Because it fucks you up, and it's hot.
0: It is. Like
1: fire. (laughs) Yes. Fire water.
0: (laughs) I'm kind of surprised that they're releasing it now, and they didn't release it, like, before winter, because, for me, cinnamon whiskey is best during the winter.
1: It's true, but cinnamon whiskey is... At almost at its peak popularity right now because it exploded when P- when Fireball came out. Yeah. And everything was Fireball. Like right. everybody was drinking Fireball whiskey. Yeah. And it's kind of hitting that point where, like, it's going to start downhilling soon. So if they don't do it now, then there's going to be no point. That's probably true.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, they could have released this with uh, the movies, they could have released this when he did Hellboy in Hell which was his last run on Hellboy. They're waiting till he's done with Hellboy, but maybe that's fine. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You know? I mean, it, it has become a character that is in the general public knowledge now. Yeah. And I think seeing all these breweries make beer that's based on comic book characters, like, there's a couple breweries in Chicago that always do a beer for C2E2. Yeah. Last year it was an Archer and Armstrong beer. This year they're doing a different, I believe it's another Valiant title type mm-hmm. beer. I think it's from a different brewery than the one they used last year, but, and then you have the the breweries that are doing The Walking Dead. Beers. They yes. had the blood orange one and then the Lu, the Luciel.
0: Right. Yes. Beer. That was so cool.
1: And the, how popular this shit is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like nerds like to spend money on stupid shit. Like you walk into a nerd's house and you look at their walls in their in their house. I and like you how you're
0: pointing at the wall here. <laughs> and you
1: Look at their walls and you go, they have too much money to spend on toys.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> why do they? Why do these adults have so so many toys and? And pictures of things. I don't get it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is not classic art.
1: And we pay lots of money for those pictures sometimes. Yeah, my
0: do. <laughs> so. My custom, uh, my custom Seth DeMoose Yes, Batman. Batman. Yes. And your
1: Jim Toe art collection you have going on over yeah, there.
0: I like Jim Toe.
1: Well, we're very excited for Jim Toe because his book with... Uh, Rob Liefeld, Young Bloods is coming out soon. Yeah.
0: Yeah. a so,
1: local boy done good.
0: So, did you did you say when the um when that whiskey is coming out?
1: Um, it comes out. Hellboy Hellwater national launch is April 14th and that is April at 14th. Yes. That is at so Pigeon is Forge, Tennessee, so it is at the uh distillery that's making We it.
0: should see if we can get a bottle of that. Young Neil. <laughs>
1: If you guys don't remember who young Neil is, young Neil is Derek, yeah. who has had a baby, who hasn't been on the show in a while, but hopefully he'll be vaccinated. His parents live by this distillery. Okay. So I so, tasked him. The minute he said that, yeah. I said, you know what you have to do.
0: Yeah, so so we need to get a bottle of this. Uh-huh. Young Neil. And take it to Motor City Comic Con. Oh, my Ron God. Where Ron is going to be.
1: You're a genius. I know
0: I am. <laughs> I knew it before I thought of this.
1: <laughs> that is so smart. You just gave away our idea to everybody who listens to our podcast. I
0: know, but I, even if it's not us.
1: Somebody has to. Somebody
0: has to that's do That's fair.
1: It probably won't be us. It might not be. We're really lazy. We never follow true. through on anything we that's ever true. say we're going to do. <laughs> uh, so I think that's all I have for news this week.
0: Yeah, I think that's all I have yeah. as well. Yeah. Nothing,
1: nothing good. I have booze in a book this week. The book is Royals Number 1. You all should be very lucky that I don't start singing Lord right now. I was going
0: to say, is this put out by Lord? <laughs> no.
1: this is So, Royals, if you think of Mar- a Marvel comic book and you think of the term Royals, what do you think of?
0: Anything? Kingpin. Oh. <laughs> Connor?
1: Yeah. Nobody. The Inhumans. The royal the, Inhumans. the Royal Family of the Inhumans consisting Ew. of Medusa and Black Bolt. Yeah, that's his name. Black Bolt. Why the did Namor. that Namor? That Namor is not part of that family. He's a royal though. Yeah, but he's not like they're like the very iconic royal family. Like Na- there's Namor and he's a king in his underground They're like underwater. the
0: Windsors of uh Yeah.
1: Namor is a Windsor. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, there's there, they just finished the Avengers Avengers. X-Men vs. Inhumans battle. Wrapped that up. It's all whatever, back to normal. So the Inhumans, the royal family, are now going on this epic space adventure to find out the secrets of their lives. Oh. Because inhumans are of Cree descent. They were created by the Cree. Um, so they're going out into space to like figure shit out. They're taking a break
0: from okay.
1: Earth. The inhumans are taking a break. We're on a break with the inhumans. Yeah. And they're gonna go check out space, see what they can find, maybe pick up a couple venereal diseases and come back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> space venereal diseases. Yes. <laughs> space TDs. <laughs>
1: space TDs. <laughs> I'm pairing that this week with the Noble Highball. Oh. Yes, the Noble Highball is Crown Royal.
0: Mm, Oh, I see what you did there. Crown
1: Royal Whiskey, which is the only whiskey for nerds because it comes with its very own dice bag with every bottle. Uh. (laughs) Ah! Oh my god. And it is mixed with... Uh, so you fill 1.5 ounces in, like, a highball glass, which is one of those really tall, skinny glasses.
0: Yep.
1: You fill, put that 1.5 ounces of whiskey in that, top it with ginger beer, and then a couple dashes of some bitters, put a little lemon peel on that shit, mm-hmm. drink it up. Very While classy. While you're
0: playing your D&D yes. and reading your copy of Royals. Yes.
1: There yeah. you go. Booze in a book. Yeah. Yay. Brought to you by Crown Royal, the only whiskey for nerds. <laughs> Except for the new Hellboy whiskey.
0: Except for the new Hellboy
1: <laughs> <old>
0: <laughs> <laughs> One of the whiskeys for nerds. Yes.
1: Who, hey, nerds are drinkers. It's any whiskey. Yeah. It's the official whiskey of nerds. I like so, comic books. You do, and you're not old enough to drink yet. So it's okay.
0: You can be sober on comics. Did you
1: read any com- good comic books this week? Did I... What when, I picked you up one. What was it? Iron Fist. Fist? Did, have you read through that one yet? How is the comic? It's... It's good. Yeah, how is it compared to the show?
2: Better.
1: Better than the show. That's not, a lot. That's not saying a whole lot. You didn't like the show.
2: I I did. Like
0: it's better than any of DC's shows. He does. He does would, not like I the CW really shows. I would really be interested in hearing, like, because you you really like Iron Fist, mm-hmm. the comics.
1: His first tattoo, when he's allowed to get a tattoo, is gonna be the Either the Iron Fist dragon or the. Elder Scrolls, Skyrim, Skyrim Symbol.
0: Okay. So
2: can both combined. I told him not to do that. So
0: what was your biggest <laughs> issue with the show? It wasn't really Iron Fist. It wasn't? Like, what was the big difference for you?
2: It was, like, the guy who played him... Like, Iron Fist has a lot of personality in the comics. Mm-hmm. Like, he's funny sometimes, and he actually has cool powers besides just a glowing fist, besides just a glowing fist that's hard, yeah, and in the show, he's just some bland rich
0: dude that shows up and fights kind somebody. of
1: stalkery for a little bit,
0: yeah, he was a little stalkery, yeah early on, where <laughs> he just showed up like where he broke into his friend's house
1: Well, it yeah. was his old house. It was his
0: old house. somebody else lived there, yeah,
1: <laughs> that's fair so didn't didn't like it. Yeah.
0: I mean I
2: did. Just not. Just not like compared to any of other any of the other Netflix shows. Just yeah. not good.
1: Do you think yeah. that once he's on a team with the other people it'll be better? Once def- once they do the Defenders? Probably. Yeah. Do you think that chemistry will make his character even better? Because mm-hmm. I think Iron Fist shines the most when he's teamed with people.
0: Especially Luke Cage. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see those two together. Right. See, I bet they'll do a really good job with that. Yeah. footage leaked. Yeah, I saw that. Of like,
2: it was like, was it leaked?
1: Wasn't yeah. them I on an it elevator? Had, yeah, yeah, it was quote
0: unquote leaks.
2: Yeah. So yeah. Um, I thought Daredevil was, looked more Iron Fist than Iron Fist.
0: Yeah, yeah. Daredevil went was back to just using like a black scarf over uh, his eyes. Yeah. You know?
2: I think it's because Daredevil's really the only one that cares about his identity. Yeah. And he didn't have his suit, so.
0: Yeah, he was wearing, I think, an actual suit. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. And the footage stopped on, like, 8, 17, 17 Oh, so that's. Which people think that's going to be the date of well, when it released.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's to- totally going to be it.
0: August 17th, 2017. Yeah,
1: it's supposed to come out this year, so mm-hmm. why, I yeah. mean, they know. The Marvel, Marvel's smart. Like, not when it comes to actual comic books, but their cinematic <laughs> universe. Kyle, yeah. uh, Kyle Feige, Feggy, whatever his name is. Kyle Fe- Feg. Yeah, Feige. Fe- 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 the guy Fe- who's running. I can't remember Inst- how to pronounce it. Yeah, who's who's the head of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Smart. Smart Mm. dude. Knows how to like, he knows that we're obsessed with everything. So we will find anything in a trailer, in a movie to tie it to something else. Like, it's like our nerdly superpowers. We've amassed
2: this as a group. Yes. (laughs) I feel like Marvel and DC have reversed, like Marvel's really good at uh, c- cinematic stuff. And, com- and their comic books are meh. Yeah. But DC has pretty good comic books. and. They've been killing it in the comic book front lately. their mm-hmm. cinematic universe is... It <laughs> does leave
1: much
0: to be desired. Unless it's
2: Gotham. Gotham and is Gotham.
0: good. Gotham's pretty good. Which we need to get caught up on. Yeah. The, um... Yeah, I... I keep hoping for DC's cinematic universe. And they keep... Um, we'll keep
1: buying it. Me. It doesn't matter. Yeah, we'll keep going and seeing it, hoping that the, it's gonna be good.
0: So I think eventually it will get good. It just might be like in twenty years or so when it's just all need... gone, gone to new people.
2: Yeah, right. Who directed Who directed Batman v Superman? Zack Snyder. Yeah.
0: He did Watchmen, right?
2: Yeah.
0: He did Watchmen, oh. and he did Three Hundred.
1: What? It's. Just- that's a That's discussion s- for another podcast. Yeah. So sad. Yeah.
0: All
1: right. Well, I think that wraps things up. I
0: know. We ended up on a nice depressing note. We did. <laughs> with the DC universe. Has anybody got
1: any final, final thoughts for uh, us today? Any words of wisdom you wanna pass along to our listeners?
0: Nobody wants your bone, Tony. <laughs>
1: Uh, Stay thirsty for, I don't know what, the future?
2: The future. Future. Cinnamon buns. (laughs) <laughs> <What> I'm <is it? laughs>